The Western Huddle for everything AFL, featuring the biggest names in WA and all the breaking news. Big goal for the West Coast Eagles. 92.9 Triple M Perth. Uh, Thursday, the 13th of October. Uh, Tom Atkinson's in for 40. Embers isn't here, but the X-Man's here. Trade week done and dusted uh, initially. What do you... I'll start with it. It's an absolute crock of shit. I'm sick of seeing managers on TV, list managers. No one cares. Goes too long, and then it all happens in the last minute. Let's just get it done much quicker. There you go. No, we, we will not. We will not trade that person under any circumstances. Well, guess what? Everyone got traded. What do you think of the NBA model? Where it just goes for like a month, but you don't have like such a concentration of he might go, he then go. Here's the deadline. Like the, the trade. Anyway, most kind of, of those deadline. deals are not done. But like Roy lobbed the Bulldogs. He's been there for six months. Yeah. So why does it need to be done in the last minute? What about if they had a mid-season trade period? Do you reckon that would help? I don't mind the idea of a mid-season trade period, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, yeah, I just think that uh, if there's a player, like Lloyd Meek, who's now at Hawthorne, for example, uh, kicking it down in, at, at Peel Thunder and, I don't know, pick a club that needed a Ruckman at the time, I think that you should be able to claw them out and use the picks there. I'd like to see that. But apart from that, I think the trade period just, just drags on. Yeah, the, the new rule, well, not the new rule, but the first time we've kind of seen someone move for a salary dump with the pick seven, which yeah. um, Geelong oh. just uh, topped up nicely. Yeah, and people are oh, Geelong, Geelong, Geelong. Like that's what you get when you have a footy club that have players who don't take home all the cash. Like yeah. they leave money on the table. I still remember a meeting at Hawthorne where Clarko said, "You want to win multiple flags." I didn't, but the boys who did left money on the table. And guess what? Sean Burgoy and Jack Gunston, David Hale, um, Josh Gibson. Oh, the list as long as your arm of players that came into that successful model. Um, and it's because players leave money on the f- table. Yeah, and success breeds success, right? So younger players want to go there. Yeah. And they, what, picked up Tanner Brune, um, Henry. Yeah. Bose is there, pick seven. So. We watched Henry play over here one night and already kicked four. Yeah, he's played well. He could yeah. be really good. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to go through the W18s. We won't go through all, we'll be here forever um, from the Eastern States. Let's start with Frio. And the one that came kind of from left field, unless you had a bit of inside knowledge, was. Uh, Jager O'Meara. So he was traded from Hawthorne with a future fourth, so a steak knives. And uh, Hawthorne get Lloyd Meek and a future second round selection tied to the Western Bulldogs, which will probably be somewhere in the mid-30s. 30s. Um, I think it's really good for Freo. I, I don't think they're a complete side just yet. Freeman, I think that they need more depth. I know the Will Brody story was a good one from last year, but I don't know whether your chips in. If I gave you the option now, would you have O'Meara or Brody? Who are you choosing? Ah, uh, Brody. You're choosing Brody over Amira? Just for an age thing. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, for next year? For one year only? Well, for next year. Like, they think that they finished sixth this year or whatever they think. You're going Will Brody over Jager Amira. Purely off one's 24 and one's 28 for a longevity thing. But for one season, probably Jager. If you look at his numbers last year, they're actually pretty good. And he spent a lot of time forward. Yeah, mate, Jager played against Fremantle over here and had 30 kick to go and had nine clearances yeah. when he was here last time. Uh, he, he's, he's still a good player. He hasn't played in the midfield much. Uh, I think it's a good selection. Andy Brayshaw's an outside player, but one of probably the most uncontested player in the comp if you look at the numbers, I think, off yeah. the top of my head, or thereabouts. Uh, Sarong's got the balance inside-outside. Nat Fife, you really... Uh, banking on Fifey getting back to his best. Jeez, we hope we, he is. But, I mean, he's had a pretty interrupted couple of seasons. Uh, then then where do you go? Yeah, it gives him some depth. So, Monday's gone. Monday's gone. Who knows if Fife's going to be fit? And if one of those guys goes down, at least they've got another depth player to come He'll play He'll start in that midfield next year. The only... Um, I've got not problem, but some of the Freo fans on social and stuff might be upset because they're looking forward to seeing Erasmus and Johnson get more game but time. But they'll still be there. Yeah. I mean, how many players that aren't, like Logue's gone, Log's Tucker. gone, Tucker's gone, 
I mean, there's going to be spots Acres. there. Acres is gone. So the, the least of the worries is those guys. They'll play. Yeah. Uh, so the Bulldogs, this is the, the Rory Lobb trade. So they got a second-round pick, currently pick 30, which will go back to 32 or something, and a future second-round selection from the uh, from the Dogs as well. So two second-round picks for Rory Lobb. He'll be 30 next year. Um a big loss, I think, for them, for their ability to kick goals, because that's where they probably struggle. Yeah, it's but I interesting. But value's probably okay. But I think they, they must obviously be chips in on a miss and um, so Tracy. Tracy, and they get, we can talk, and they get Corbett as a... Oh, Corbett as well, who's the nicest man in football. I'm yeah. interviewing him, he's a gentleman. Um, so I don't think there's going to be a, a huge difference between Corbett's output and Roy Lobb's output. There you go. Okay. Um, so they eventually got that one... Done. But then you go, what's going to happen with Tabernard? Again, a little bit of the Nat Fife scenario. Is, is Tabernard now just so not, he's the not big part one. of the picture? So or? If he's, even if he's fit, he can kick 40. If you look at a club like Melbourne on a flag, they didn't have a 60 or 70 goal kicker. They nah, had, they had Bradley Fritch and, and all those guys and chipping yeah. in. So they need everyone to be fit and them all to kick. Mm. And I reckon they are chips in Joe Amos. I reckon they've just gone, he's our guy. Yeah. Oh, Josh Tracy, I've seen he can play too. So they've got some young kids in there. Uh, the Luke Track Jackson trade. So they got Jackson, a couple of steak knife picks late, and they gave up pick 13. A future first round selection, which will probably be about the same, same similar again, and a future second round, which will be low thirties for Jackson. So 13, 13, 30 or something. 13, 13, 30. Is that not a, a jingle? Uh, yeah, something. 13, like 30, 32. A loop mobile. Yeah, yeah. Loop a loop mobile. Well, there you go. Maybe they got it's a, bit a trade of period. Some clubs <laughs> need the loop. Um, oh, look, Luke Jackson, young guy. I just don't know where he's going to play. Oh, I'm a Sean Darcy man. I'm unashamedly yeah. a Sean Darcy man. So. It's a little bit like what was frustrating, I suppose, for Max Gorn watching last year was Max Gorn's a five or six-time All-Australian, Six. six-time All-Australian, and he was playing forward. And you go, what? so is Sean Darcy going to – he's not a forwards sphincter. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a ruckman. He's a, he's a, he needs the lion's share of the ruck to work over his, his play. I mean, we watched that derby that he got the Ross Glendening Allen medal mm. because it was just relentless, you know, 75 80% of ruck work, and he was dominant. I just can't see where the Jackson chip's going to fall into place. Is he a forward? Well, if he's a forward, he kicked 11 goals last year. Um, if he's a mid, then – and I'm not falling for the ruck rover mid thing. Yeah. If he's a ruckman, then what happens to Sean Darcy, who won the best and fairest two years ago? Hopefully it works. And those two seem as though they're mates and close or will be good mates and close. So hopefully – there's a recipe. I don't know. I don't know how. Can you see how it's going to play out? No. See, I'm with you. I think Jackson could be a star. I just don't know how he fits into the, yeah. into the lineup. And they're going to spend what 800 and give up what they did. Do you know what I was thinking? Maybe, and obviously not going to happen. But if it was America, and they're brutal, you know, would have they gone? They'd, they'd for move Darcy. Sean right? Darcy to Geelong, back to Geelong for pick seven that Geelong just picked up, and yeah. go right. And now we've got pick seven to spend on a forward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that's the brutal nature of it all. But now they've got. Two like potential All-Australian quality Ruckman. Yeah, I think they aren't stupid right when it comes to knowing they need a forward. Mm. So I reckon they might have they might have sniffed around for a forward. And I reckon they gave, gave Sydney a call and they said, hey, Logan McDonald. And well, Aaron Norton certainly got, certainly got calls. Yeah, McDonald definitely got a call from what I hear. And I reckon he said no. But I reckon that's the one they'll go at, um, especially I reckon him been left out of the grand final side. He's the one they might be able to get back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, who knows? It's all speculation. But yeah, um, yeah Aaron Norton's right. Yeah, he's probably the one WA boy that. I mean, McDonald's still an unknown yeah. commodity. I reckon Norton's known if they can somehow finagle a way to get him home. Mm. Um, but who knows? Well, Jackson's a star. Just where's he going to play in that line? Well, he's not a star yet. 
Yeah. He's certainly potential. not a star yet. He's but got I, potential to be a star. And I reckon what they gave up for him is probably about right. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I yeah. agree with what was given up. It's just – but I also look at it and go, right, who was the Ruckman for Geelong this year? Well, they didn't really have one, did Ray they? Stanley. And Blixars. Well, is, that, is that the role they're going to who, try who, and who play? Was the, who was the Ruckman at Sydney? Uh, Tom Hickey. Hickey. Who was the Ruckman at Collingwood? Uh, Darcy Cameron. Who was the Ruckman at Brisbane? Uh, the Big O. Who was the Ruckman at uh, – who else played finals? There's one other in there. So Tim English, genuine. Sean Darcy, genuine. Well, the Bulldogs Gorn, had no genuine. Like, yeah, John, oh, Tim English, yeah. So like – I know there's saying. a lot yeah. of money in Ruckman there. Yeah. A lot. A lot of money. They're spending a lot. So, I mean, hopefully they can get it right. Uh, they did the Josh Corbett deal. We spoke about that. And they had the guys that left uh, a lot of outs. So, Griffin Logue, you can kind of see because he wasn't going to get a game down back. Yeah. A future second rounder for him. Darcy Tucker wasn't going to get a game in the midfield. And um, I think Darcy Tucker will have a good year. Yeah, I think he'll be a good player for North. And uh, the Blake Akers one, I think, it must purely be because I want to give more game time to the young Well, the guys. money offer was a drop in the ocean. It was tiny. The, the original offer to Blake Akers was yeah, tiny. I reckon he had an underrated season. Oh, he's outstanding. Yeah. He was... Um, Defensively, nice. especially running back. Well, getting back. But, yeah, yeah, he was best on ground at Geelong that day. He was best on ground. was against Richmond when he did his hamstring over here that day. Um, oh, I think he he will his output will be very similar to Chera's output on a wing at Carlton. Frio's recruiting has been... Out of this world, we look at some of their late picks and what they've done over the last few years. But the one that will rue them, and I know it's hindsight's a wonderful thing, but um, that Jesse Hogan trade when that pick turned out to be Ben King. Yes, that's the yeah. that's the uh, the sliding doors as Damien Barrett would say for them. Um, so West Coast were pretty quiet, but of course they did the super mega multi massive trade as it was named, and they went from um, pick two, which would become pick pick three, to end up with eight and twelve. Um, so that'll be nine and thirteen. So it would have been three. Yeah, so basically three, it becomes yeah. three, becomes yeah. nine, and 13. What are your thoughts on So I can see what they're doing. The There's pick. obviously some WA talent that are around the later picks of eight and 12. But yeah. the way, I, from what I've heard, is Ashcroft's so far ahead of everybody else. Yep. It's not even close. And then maybe one others stand out. There's about four, so you have. And then the recruiters reckon there's a blanket. Could be a blanket over 10 of them. So you have Wardlaw, uh, Satsis, Sheasel. And Cadman are the four that come up. Yeah, but I think that there might be a few others that they think are just similar. Yeah, then just you, as exact, and that's why uh, North Melbourne got off pick one. Yeah, and like, then you we'll, have the we'll, next. We'll just take the yeah. Next. So I, I can see what they've done. Chester will go into that, of course, their first round draft pick from last year. Oh, the West, West Coast is so far off it. Like yeah. it's not funny. They're miles off it. They'll be. Well, they might be better than what they were this year because McGovern will play, um, Yo will play, Shuey yeah. will play, all that. Uh, Oscar Allen will play, but they're gonna have, they're still gonna have to go back steps to go up. So they they need to do what Hawthorne have done, in I, my opinion. I'm I'm surprised they didn't try to trade other players to get yeah, them out. Yeah, I, I think there's just too much money to yeah. associated to them. They'll be going for the Harley Reid Cup. Is a kid you're going to hear a lot about. Yeah. So he played 18 this year. Is one year too early to be drafted. Yeah. They reckon if he was in the draft this year, he might have gone ahead of Ashcroft. No. Yeah, yeah. He's that good. All dust. Watch his. I'll send you his highlights. He's uh, Dusty Martin kind of territory. No, I just saw. Uh, is it Will Toomey or is it Cal Toomey? Cal Toomey. So yeah. Who's Will Toomey? I think I might so have gone to school with Will the, Toomey. The kids that West Coast are going to go for. I'm going to go give you a bit of a. So they're going to go for Reuben Ginby, who's a Dunsborough boy who played halfback, moved into the midfield, and won WA's best player of the carnival, mm-hmm. um, if he's still there. He's the one I think they want, but he might not be there. He's a draft bolter. 
So he might have gone already. I think he might be gone a bit earlier. Maybe yeah. like pick five or something. Okay. So he's probably off the table. There's a couple more there. The other one is the Elijah Hewitt, who was a top five mm. pick, I think, at the, last year. And he yeah, slipped. I watched him play a against Peel, where they got absolutely slaughtered. Fremantle players are everywhere for Peel that day. Uh, he battled. He battled to be clean and not fumble and, and use, his, use the football is a bit messy. But it's a massive step up from Colts to yeah. go against, to actually play against. And on that day, there was. He might have been on Ethan Hughes and then went through to Crowden and then went on to um, Tucker and then went on to um, Blakey, Blakey, like yeah. there was It was a tough day for him. So I, I almost need to put a line through that. Yeah, he, sl- he was best against Vic Metro early this year and then had COVID. And I think I heard him speaking, reckons he had long COVID that hurt him out. But I've, I've got a few for you mm. that I reckon you keep an eye on. So the kid called Philippou plays in South Australia. Watching his highlights, big body left footer, um, shades of Bont, I know it's a long stretch. Um, he's a he's an SA kid. He might be around the mark. Yeah. The other one's a kid called Henry Hustwaite from Dandenong. Uh, 194, very tall midfielder, kicks it like Pendles, a right. late kick. And as a kid, he'll be around their late pick. They got pick 20 and pick 26 name. I think it's Darcy Jones. Um, watch his highlights. Uh, number one in the draft camp for agility, beat Stephen Hill's okay. record, uh, small, quick half forwards, like what he sees. All right. Um, anyway, so they go 2, 12, 20, and 26, Rioli out, and um, pick two or three out. So who knows? If they pick well, it's a masterstroke. Oh, but you, as I was saying, I don't want to bring Hawthorne into a WA podcast. you just got to sit back and see what – and you might bring in 10 kids and three might work, and yeah. then you're pissing seven off and go again. Like, it's just it's wait and see what you can do. Yeah, so Hoff and Bazo, Jai Cully – um, Campbell I, still don't reckon, I still don't reckon they've got the star in there. No, they don't. No. They should be just um, tanking for the – what's that kid's Will name? Will Reid or something. Andy Reid? Stephen Reid? Tara. Mark Reid? Tara Reid? Reid. Uh, Harley Reid. Harley Reid. Go for him. Uh, that's uh, us done for the Western Huddle, probably for the year, unless anything else breaks. Uh, enjoy listening, Triple M. Bye. The Dockers are roaring back into this one. That's all from the Western Huddle this week. Listen Tuesday next week for your dose of everything AFL. 92.9 Triple M, Perth.